It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spins himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement. And who at the worst if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Theodore Roosevelt. All right, what's happening, guys, and welcome to The Prodigal Project. I am your host, Jonathan Allen, and today we're going to talk a little bit about why you need to get in the arena. But first, let's cue up that theme song. When you strip it all away, what do you have except the legacy you build and the impact you create? So the question is, are you willing to stand for something bigger than you? My goal is to spark a fire in the hearts of men to become what they're called to be. I believe that stronger men lead to a stronger marriage and families, and that's how you change the world. My name is Jonathan Allen, and this is The Prodigal Project. All right, so today's topic is this. If you aren't in the game, you fail by default. So we live in a world that's ripe with commentators and keyboard warriors who are usually chomping at the bit for the opportunity to criticize and critique the actions of other people. This has actually become something that people are like addicted to. Like somehow their brains feel like they actually engage in the activity when they criticize and commentate from their comfort of their own couch. In fact, studies show that sports commentary is almost as popular as the actual sports, which is nuts to me. Now, my own opinion on this is that by critiquing others, the couch competitor or keyboard warrior feel like they're somehow actually competing at some level. But today I'm going to talk to you about why I don't care about these types of people or pay attention to their opinions. And neither should you. Now, I'm not a sports person like at all, uh, but it's generally accepted that Tom Brady is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback of all time. And love him or hate him, the man holds several records. Now, what's funny is if you look at his stats, 
he's actually nothing special. And from day one, he's been criticized, cut down, and mocked. And yet when asked about it, his response was that none of the things that people say matter. Because nothing they say actually has any impact on what takes place on the field. Now, Dr. Benjamin Hardy talks about this in his book, Be Your Future Self Now, where he says, and I quote, Although the opinions of those outside the arena can be a distraction, the much bigger threat to your future self or that your future self faces is you staying out of the arena entirely or for too long. See, the only special thing about Brady is his willingness to get in the arena. Now, most of you probably know that I'm a knife maker. But what you may not know is that I actually had an opportunity a few years back to compete on a TV show. And uh, actually, at first, I didn't think it was real. I'd actually gotten a couple different messages from a casting company, but ignored them because I thought they were a scam or something. But after a couple weeks of them pestering me, I realized, okay, this is actually legit. So I did an interview and I got approved to compete on an episode of History Channel's TV show, Forged in Fire. Now, surprisingly, a lot of people in my life tried to talk me out of doing it. They'd say things like, well, uh, the challenges are getting unrealistic. Or you could end up looking silly or stupid. It's probably best just to pass. And I almost did. Almost. But I realized that those people were speaking their fears into me. I think they meant well. They probably even thought they had my best interest in mind. But those weren't my opinions or concerns. So I chose to ignore what they said. And then I hopped on a plane and I flew to Brooklyn. Despite what everybody else said, I chose to get in the arena. Now the next morning found me up against three other competitors facing a challenge far above my current skill level. But I managed to stay in the competition just by the skin of my teeth. And then I managed to do it again. Which put me in the final round. And in the final round, I gave it all I had and I left nothing on the table. I made for what for me at the time was the biggest, baddest sword I could possibly have created. And then I took it back to Brooklyn and I beat out my competitor while watching the judges cut a pig in half with my sword. You see, I realized that simply by being willing to compete, I put myself in a position to potentially win. The guy that never gets in the trenches, he's guaranteed failure. His safety net is the very thing that damns his potential. Dr. Benjamin Hardy says that not being in the arena is failing by default, and that's true. Now, see, in the knife-making community, 
There are a ton of Forged and Fire haters. Like a ton. Tons of people criticize the show. And yet the ones that do, they're almost always the guys that, who never actually are willing to compete. I was the least talented and experienced competitor on my episode. But my willingness to get in the arena led to a victory, a great experience, and $10,000 in my pocket. So people talk. People judge. But in the end, they don't matter. I don't care what they think, and neither should you. Because the reality is that the longer you sit on the sidelines, the longer you delay progress towards your goals, or potentially never even try at all, only to look back on your life with regret. And that's the point that you realize that your fear of failure was failure by default. Now, before we wrap this thing up, there's a second piece of this I want you to think about. With the willingness to get in the arena also comes a shift in perspective. When I went to Forged and Fire, I was a crap knife maker. I mean, honestly, I was. I genuinely think they wanted me on the show for drama and to keep it interesting. But because I was willing and I gave it my best effort, I won. And when that happened, This is the part I want you to pay attention to. When that happened, my identity changed. I wasn't just a hobby knife maker anymore. My identity shifted from guy who makes knives for fun to a forged in fire champion. Now, for those of you who don't know, that's a title that a whole slew of other makers proudly flaunt. And I guess to a certain extent, it can come with some bragging rights. But the point I'm making is not to brag. The point I'm making is that because my identity shifted, my knives actually got better. Like overnight. See, I had to raise my standards to meet the expectations that came with the mantle. And my belief let me do it because I had earned the title. Now, if you go back and look at my episode, and I sincerely hope you do not, but if you did, you would see a shy, awkward kid who was in way over his head. I became something more than that. I grew to fit the title. The title I never would have earned if I didn't get in the arena. Plenty of people have cut me down and made fun of my episode. You know what? I'm okay with that. Because I'm the one that walked away with 10 grand in my pocket. You can criticize me and cut me down. But if you're not willing to get in the game, your opinion means nothing. You can't practice or ever perfect anything from the sidelines. But if you don't start out of fear of failure, then friends, you've already lost. 
Every day in the trenches is a day to learn, adapt, and grow. And each failure made in the arena is a building block to the outcome you desire. The sidelines may feel comfortable, but little risk means little reward. So my challenge for you today is to look at your life and figure out where you've sat on the sidelines for too long and do something about it. I mean, if you're failing by default anyways, then what do you have to lose? So I'm going to leave you with this. Never forget that comfort is the killer of all that you deeply desire. Maybe it's time to step into the arena.